0: Welcome back to another episode of Mike's on the Mics. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you doing? I'm excited for this show. Uh, me too. This is going to be a fun one. We have some good topics to talk about. Happy yeah. leap year. Happy leap year. I don't year. know if people say happy leap year or not, but sure. it's a leap year. We're well, only going not? to do this show once every four years. so That's true. That is true. And uh, everybody that's celebrating birthdays today. Shout out to my buddy Steve. He's yeah. turning 10 years old today. Yeah, <laughs> and 40 years he can drink again. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers to Steve. How's, how's
0: your week been? What's new? Um,
1: you know, it's been good, um, except we, Megan and I both got sick, but we're we're past that now. I think you said you were sick, too. I was sick, too. Yeah, this I thought it was gonna going to take me around. out
0: for a while. But this, 20- weather,
1: this weather's been bipolar. I mean, it was 70 a couple days ago. That was the day I was sick. Oh, and that then this, sucks. Yeah, and then I wake up that morning to go to work at 60. I'm like, oh, this is nice. I'm not going. No jacket. I get out of work, I'm freezing my ass off. Like, what <laughs> the actual F? I mean, this weather is bipolar. So, how was your week, Mike?
0: Uh, yeah, same thing. I was sick. 24-hour bug. I thought it was going to take me out. I felt like crap. But, uh, yeah, woke up the next day, good to go. Work's been good. No complaints. That's good. Um, baseball started last Saturday. Yep. Um, we're not going to talk week. about that Saturday game, that 22-10 to 10, or whatever the final score was. There's but, always going to be those. Um, it's not about those. But, yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, it's good to hear uh, Dan Dickerson again. I was listening to the Tigers on the radio, and he's a gem. He's, an he's amazing. Gem. It was so so awesome to listen to him. I was listening to that first game, and uh, uh, Andy uh, Abanez hit a home run, first home run of spring training for the Tigers, and I, I caught Dickerson's call on it. Oh, did you? And it just, just Bru- feeling just came gave, over gave me. Just like, all right, right, right. I, I can't wait to
1: to get this going. Yes, for sure. Yep, I uh I, I couldn't agree more it's just good that baseball's back and the weather is even though it's been crazy it's still turning you know what I mean and it, it feels good it's um uh, yeah it's, it's it's been
0: it's been fun fun to watch baseball being back on uh, and we you know, should have
1: a team to to watch this year I think that helps too I think so yeah
0: um, I know one thing we want to do for the listeners every week is kind of give you an uh, a little short update on what's going on with spring training yep uh as, as we progress to the regular season. Yep. We're only like six days in, so there, there's really not much to uh, to mention, but there are a couple couple things. We had um, uh, Casey Mize came back, made his first uh, appearance in over two
1: years. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. It was literally April 2022 was when the last time he pitched. Yeah,
0: I didn't realize it was that
1: long either. I didn't either. realize it was that long either, but – all signs look good. Velocity was up to 97 miles per hour. The stat sheet might not look that good, but at this point, you're, you're not looking for that. You're just looking for the velocity to be there. That he's, you know, able to make his pitches. You know, he relies heavily on that fastball and that 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 killer slider. Or is it slider? I think it's
0: a. Oh. Uh, he's got a splitter too. Yeah. yeah. Is that
1: maybe that's? Yeah. What it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. But he's got. He that.
0: said he said his command wasn't there, but the arm's looking good. that The come. velocity. It's fine. It was just for and he only threw Absolutely. for uh, an inning and. Two thirds, so like overall, a, yeah. so yeah, he, we'll be will
1: be fine. Totally good with that. Yep. He'll he'll be fine. Yep. Um. Well, who has a uh, Cole Keith? He's been getting a lot of at bats in those first three games, and I think that makes sense. And he's had he's had a few hits. He had a two, uh, he had
0: two doubles and four RBIs, and he's only played three games. Yeah, out of you know so far. Well, that's a good sign. I thought I thought that was pretty good. Very that's, good sign. Um. Yeah. After last week, I talk about I'm super excited to see Kerry Carpenter, and the next day after we record this, he goes down with an injury. Oh, but shit, um, yeah. but it looks like he's coming back. He'll be okay.
1: Yeah. Um. Just hopefully those uh those hamstring issues. Hopefully it's nothing, and it just needs to be worked out. Hopefully it's something that lingers, man, because we we need him. Yeah. One hundred percent.
0: Scouble had his first outing. He looked he looked pretty good.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. He was throwing with um. He touched 99? Yeah. And I've heard throughout all camp that he's been hitting 100 miles per hour occasionally on the gun. He was averaging 97.5 miles per hour with his fastball. That's your stud. That's your stud moving forward. Keep this guy healthy. Just keep him in a good routine. Don't overdo it. And I I think you got your ace potential Cy Young, Um, you know, maybe not like he should be in the running, I feel like. He's got that kind of stuff. Oh, so. I, yeah,
0: for sure. He's, he's yeah. definitely going to be, be the ace. I for don't, sure. I don't see anyone taking that from him. Yep. Um, but it would be good, nice to see some competition, because that means our rotation is doing what they're supposed to be doing. We're going to yep. have a good one. So. Yeah,
1: another notable mention, too, Matt Manning had a good outing from what I saw. I, I, he pitched um, a few innings, no issues there. He looked good, and I, you know, I think he's going to be your two or three guy eventually, and, you know, that's... That's a plus. Yeah. you know they got they got it. They're they're good. They should be good. Yeah, and like I said, not a lot to report. I pulled
0: up the you know the stat sheets today after today's game. Um, the most at bat so far is twelve yeah. for any player on the team. So again, we yeah. can't read into any of this, but yeah, just a quick update. Things seem to be going you know yep. Tor- decently well. Everyone's getting out there, getting their uh, yep. Yep. getting their arms ready, getting their bat swings in. Yeah, uh, Baez zero hits in spring training. Yeah, uh, I just wanna call that out um yeah that sucks but he's he's got it (laughs) he's got to get it together come on um as far as national news go in the mlb nothing nothing crazy uh cody bellinger signed a deal with the cubs so that's off the table for the tigers doing anything
1: wow that's the first i'm hearing about this that's crazy yeah he's he's going back back to the cubs okay Um, interesting
0: Two or three year deal, I think. I don't remember what it was, but yeah. So he's he's one of the top free agents off the table now. Okay. So yep. still good, got Matt Chapman signing. out there. Uh, maybe the Tigers call him. Maybe they don't. Who knows? We'll we'll
1: see what happens. That's that's for another day. From here until the, obviously, opening day is going to be really interesting to see if um, what happens with roster moves, who gets sent up, who gets sent down, who they sign at a free agency. It, this is going to be, it's fun to watch this stuff. It, you know, I know it's that when you with spring training it's not necessarily focusing on the wins and losses or the scores it's just making sure um or seeing who is still on the roster, who's maintaining their position, who's playing well and um who who they sign.
0: So, yeah, I mean I could really care less if they went and 30 or however many yeah, games they play. It doesn't sure. it doesn't really matter. For sure. I just want everyone to come out healthy and and get their work in and be opening opening day ready. Absolutely. Um so something we want to uh, start doing, uh, cousin. I... Oh, I called you. So I guess I guess I should probably explain this. Because
1: um, <laughs> it might slip out another it's, time. It's going
0: to happen. It's weird calling you Mike. So yeah. for a lot of listeners, they may know why we call him Cuz. Uh, he's always been introduced to me as Cuz. Yep. Um, I know him and his family and all the cousins, they call each other Cuz. But when I met Mike, he was introduced to me as Cuz. So yep. it's kind of been his... Nickname, it sticks with it. Uh, yep. So if you hear me call him Cuz, that's just because uh, it's really weird calling him Mike.
1: And that, yes. And then that started from my cousin Sal, who's really close with Mike. I That's how I met Mike, was through my cousin Sal. And Sal and I call each other Cuz, well, because we're cousins. But so that's just how that nickname started. And um, so you might hear that slip out. And it's it's yeah. going to happen. What's that's funny, really yeah. funny
0: is the first time that, you brought Megan over to meet Amber and I we all went out to dinner
1: yeah yeah we yeah we were
0: calling you cuz and I remember there was at one point at the night when she was like are you guys calling him cuz what is what is going on with this and so we give her the whole story and she's like i, I can't do that i can't yeah. i can't call him cuz Yeah. and then there was another time where cuz there's also like four or five mics if you if you bring the dads around the group there's about four or five mics in the group so we all have little nicknames yeah. or whatever but there you was have this... to
1: maintain an, a, a certain amount of mics in our circle at all times
0: but back to megan it was funny we were all at a party one time and she was looking for you and she's walking around and i she was telling us she's like i'm looking for mike mike and we're like who oh, she goes cuz so like oh he's over here <laughs> <laughs> well how about you really got to specify what mike you're talking
1: about well how about on, on this was it when I played with you or with the, the last softball team I played with? Like, somebody called me Mike and they're like, they're looking like, huh? Oh,
0: that was you and I played on um, the work team I had. Yes. They're and like,
1: I had no idea that your name was Mike. I'm like, yeah.
0: The I'm one guy because. came and was like, what's his actual name? You were in the lineup as Cuz, because mm-hmm. that was just your name. You got introduced to everybody as Cuz. Yep. I didn't even think about telling them your real name. Yep. So anyways, you're going to hear me call him cousin, that's just... Uh, that's how it's going to go. That's what it is. We have to find a way to uh, tell the difference between everybody. For sure, for sure. But anyways, what we are doing, we want to do this around the D. Yes. We're going to go, we're going to talk about what's going on around the D with our other sports teams. Yep. And I, I think we start right away with uh, with the Red Wings. Yeah. Um, We got them on the TV in the background with the yep. pregame, getting ready for tonight's game.
1: Yep, they're about to start in about 20 minutes, I think. Puck's about to
0: drop. They are on a six-game winning streak. Yep. This, is, this is fun. This is
1: exciting. Yeah. I, you know, it's awesome because it seems like, it, and look, we're not hockey experts. But no. it is fun to pick the brains of people who really watch the sport and figure out, like, okay, well, what are you seeing with this Wings team? And the, uh, for one, it seems like they got four lines that can score. They have a, a goaltender that's playing really well right now. And... Um, I mean, you have some really good players in the team. I mean, Patrick Kane, Debrinkit, Larkin, these guys are all playing really well. Together. I mean, them signing Patrick Kane,
0: that was, that was awesome. And did you see the game earlier uh, or late last week, whenever against Chicago? Oh, my went God. home, scores a breakaway, game-winning goal. You couldn't script that any better. No. And Chicago welcomed, welcomed him back very nicely, too, which I thought was cool. And then to go and get the
1: game-winning goal was, was well, phenomenal. What did you see who I'll say honored that game, too? It was Chelios. Really? Yeah, they honored Chelsea. I didn't know that. Too. Yeah. yeah, and that's just funny how both those guys were both playing on both teams. And they're both Hall they of hate Famers.
0: Each, two, yeah. Both teams hate each other. Yeah. So it's
1: just it's it really It was cool to that. see the love. Exactly. Between, yeah, because they were giving him a, a lot of love. I know Chicago is no good right now, but uh, the Wings are, are fighting for it. And, um, you know, at, at this point right now, they got the first wild card spot um, with 72 points. They're two points behind... The Maple Leafs for the third in the division. And-, and the
0: Maple Leafs just lost the other night. So yeah. this
1: nice. is this is good. Let's, this let's is a keep big it rolling. Tonight? Um, I, I was digging into this winning streak. And
0: uh, they haven't had a six-game winning streak until 2019, or since 2019, oh, right after Iserman signed out. Yeah. Okay. And That's then true. tonight they're going for seven games in a row against the Islanders. They should be able to get this done. Yeah. They haven't done that in a dozen years. Is it 2012? Wow. Is the last time they had a seven game winning streak. No kidding. So hopefully by the time everybody's listening to this tomorrow, yeah, uh, we'll they be celebrating seven game uh, seven game winning streak. But it's fun. It's fun to get the wings back. I was always a wings fan mm-hmm. growing up, and mm-hmm. um, you know when you when you put a bad product out there on the on the ice, or or like the Pistons are doing on the court, or the Tigers have done for some, so many years, their lines. It's hard to get engaged Stick with them it. when yeah. the, the product just isn't there, but, but they're back. Eiserman's doing a great job. Yeah. Uh, I think we're headed in the right direction with the wings team. And again, like you said, we're not hockey ec- experts, but
1: yes, we're, we're getting there. It's something to be excited for because it looks like the team from what people have telling me and what I'm hearing from people and kind of just looking from the uh, bird's eye view, I guess, is the team has a lot of depth. And I think when you have a lot of depth, that has a recipe for long-term success, and I think that can be ex- yeah. exciting. And it's been
0: a while since we've been in this situation with the Red Wings, so it's it's really fun for um, sure. Yeah, we're gonna get more we're watching some of the games lately, and it's really fun. They're to get... they're a very fun team to watch. I, uh, be fun to watch. I playoff saw this awesome. Oh, play! There's nothing like playoff hockey. No, it's so no, much fun. Isn't. So it'd be really nice to get back in there because definitely want to see that. I saw a quote today from, Sider, uh, uh, and he said part of the quote was. Uh, being chased is a lot cooler i think than chasing and, I, and that <laughs> kind of stuck out to me because i feel like over the last few years and even more than that all of our team were always chasing yeah
1: Wings right? yeah. are
0: always we're always fighting from behind and now that now they're still just a wild card team but they're a target yeah right? and that that is so much better than oh for sure than having to chase after and always falling behind and now teams are trying to catch up to you and that I, that's what that's fun to see right now with the that red wings. speaks
1: to the confidence of the team and how well they're gelling and stuff and that that can really carry you um so that's exciting to hear um so this leap year the wings are in the wild card as i was gonna say you have a, a leap year fun factor yes i do really so I got, I got i got a
0: couple here before i get to that but uh last leap year <laughs> in 2020 the red wings on this date were dead last in the nhl mm. so four years later making a playoff push yeah. I think that's pretty good. That's awesome. Um, and before I get to my fun fact, I do I do want to bring this up, because did you see the Red Wings' new sponsor that's going on the jersey?
1: Priority Waste. Priority wa- yeah.
0: Waste Management. Really,
1: really, that's what we're on this winning
0: streak, and you're going to go put a dumpster on their jersey. <sighs> yeah. Now, we will read Priority. Priority is the actual sponsor. They're yeah. like the, um, the head of the Waste Management. But right. uh, really, I, I, that should really be on the Pistons jerseys. Let's it. <laughs> they said have the dumpster on there so it's just i just thought that was kind of comical that really we're gonna go with uh
1: it's such a dumpster beautiful company jersey too you know what i mean it's so <laughs> iconic that winged wheel they haven't touched it and i don't they, like any of these
0: uh sponsors going on any of the jerseys yeah um even even like baseball they put the nike swoosh on the the jersey yeah right um a couple years ago. i hated that
1: and that was just the nike swoosh yeah Problem is, I think we got to get used to it. I mean, look what they do in soccer. You know, right. I mean? you don't even know what team they play for because the the logos are so big. Um, so, but we've always had these iconic. Like, I know, Chris D. I know, the winged wheel. I'm not saying I'm good with it. I totally agree. It's just, I just yeah, thought it, it was sucks. funny. I
0: wanted to bring that up. That yeah. now we have a, a a dumpster sponsor, but that's right. That's that's not going to. The cool thing is, it's a local company. Okay, all right. They're based right out of Clinton Township. So oh, all right. if you got to spin it any way you want, that's that's a good way. But I do have a fun fact for everybody. I went down a rabbit hole looking for uh, fun, leapier facts about Detroit sports, and I only came across one. There's a bunch about national, but we're here talking Detroit sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. February 29th 1980, Gordie Howe scored his 800th goal. He was the first person to score 800. Wow. Obviously, we know that got passed up by Gretzky yeah, down the yeah, way, yeah. but... On leap year, scored his 800 goal. The other thing about Gordie Howe that this is where I really went further is he did that at 51 years old. Only player in NHL history to score a goal at 50 years or older. Wow. Now, what I really didn't know, and a lot of people may know this and I didn't, was that he was not in a Red Wings jersey for that goal. Right. He was on the Hartford Whalers. Okay. That took me down another little rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he retired from the Wings in 1971. And I, this common knowledge. Everybody knows that, right? Okay. But two late, two years later, after his retirement, he went and joined the WHA Houston Arrows. And he did this to go play with his two sons. I love stories of father and sons playing. Yeah. It's always cool. Griffey, Griffey Jr. Right, right. Right. The Ripkins. I mean, it's just so much fun to see yep. the father and sons play together. Yeah. During that time, he had two years. He played six years on that team. He had two years of 100 points or more. Wow. In his 40s. Yeah. It's insane. In 1979, the WHA um, uh, folded and kind of merged with the NHL, where they became the Hartford Whalers. Okay. And this, I thought, was really cool. Is Technically, at that time, even though he's eight years out of retirement, the Red Wings still had the rights to Gordie Howe. No kidding. But they made a gentleman's agreement... With the Hartford Whalers, to not sign him or claim him off waivers yeah, at the yeah, time, yeah. and he went on to play with uh, the Whalers for so that one season, scores 800 goal, and then retired at the age of 52. Wow! And I just thought that was really interesting. It's fast. People may I know see. that I didn't know that. I thought I would share that with you. Yeah.
1: I like I the the whole Gordy Howe thing and him playing up until as long as he did. Like I I'm not a hockey history buff um but i always that was always kind of a, a, a like a, an enigma to me and then I, now that kind of fills that gap you know what absolutely I mean? it's, yeah that's so that's really really cool and i'm the
0: same think. way not the historical information but you did some
1: digging man i that's that's I awesome. just i couldn't stop reading it was just like whoa i didn't know this i didn't yeah. know this that's um that's fascinating and that just kind of goes with the whole uh, with with gordy how i mean that, that that's just absolutely amazing so yeah there's your uh fun fact that's for leap year
0: one. that's a good one i mean i think we'll start adding in some fun facts as we continue to go because that was that. pretty cool doing the research and just keep digging and dig at first it was just going to be his 800 goal yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah next thing you know i'm right going yep. down all these different holes and that's what's great about sports man there's always uh something fun to uncover the, the further you dig so so the other team we have to talk about which
0: the dumpster should be on their jersey <laughs> would be the Detroit Pistons, and we talked about this before. And I said it's not even worth our time.
1: Yeah, but
0: uh, yeah, it they're, they're bad. Um, surprisingly, <laughs> did you? They're tied for the worst record. In oh, hey, game.
1: they're not quite the worst. They did win their last game.
0: They did win. Yes, um, the Wizards also have a. They beat the Bulls. Uh, what are they? Nine and what are they, 9-49 and 49 record, 49. Yeah. yeah. And when I saw that they were not... Come on, lottery pick! <laughs> Seriously. Uh, last time the Pistons had a winning season was in the 2015-16 season. The... So we're going on nine years. This yeah. is just... Uh, I don't even know what to say, but... Uh, I think
1: that's all we need to say about the Pistons, um, right? Yeah, I mean, there's really nothing to report. That, that The whole thing from top to bottom just stinks. Uh, it's just... It sucks. Yeah. What else can you say? It really sucks. So,
0: um, we have uh, no news on the Lions. We'll just get that out of the way. Everything is still in, in, in limbo right now. We yeah. got to wait till yeah. March, I think it's 13th, till free agency. So, nothing going on there. Yeah. But um, there
1: is uh, college basketball going on. Yeah. So, we have U of M. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, I guess pretty much with U of M hoops, it's just like, okay, when does football start? Because, absolutely, like the Pistons, yeah. they're. Last in their conference, three and fourteen. Um, I don't know. I think they've lost. I, I I should know this. I think they've lost seven or eight in a row. Um, oh, I didn't eight, know eight, that, I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, they're uh, they're eight and twenty overall. The uh, I guess the question is really, does Howard get another season? And I got to be honest, I think I think that uh, experiment is done. It's time to move on. He uh, just it just it the, the wheels are, are coming off.
0: Yeah, I think it's time to move on and it. Is, it goes beyond just having uh, a bad season. I mean, he's been suspended a few times. He's getting in. He's causing trouble. Yeah. Uh, There's
1: riffraff going on within the uh, program. Uh, right. Like with him and a strength coach or something like that. And it's just like, okay, you don't you don't need that.
0: And, and you're not winning. You're not having a good season. No. There's sometimes you can look look past that. Right. Right. I mean, like their football coach. That like you I was gonna. I was just gonna say, <laughs> look at the football team. Yeah. Uh, but. You're bad. You're causing trouble. You're getting in trouble, right? Yeah. Over the past couple of years, I think it's time to time to move on. Yeah. Now, I don't know much about Michigan basketball or follow college basketball that much, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know who yeah, will replace him. But yeah,
1: uh, they're just not having a good season. No, it's it, yeah, something needs to be really looked at there. And I think after the season, something some major changes will happen. So, which kind of leads right into MSU basketball because. Yeah, they're they're not doing that great either. Yeah, they're they're a fringe they're kind of a fringe tournament team. I think at this point they're still projected to be in they're uh 17 and 11 overall, 9 and 8 in the Big 10, which, which I think is sixth. Um they've lost two in a row, but they do have a big showdown with number 2 Purdue on Saturday. Um that's you know, I don't know if that's is that a must-win game, maybe, but I I mean, I think
0: they all kind of have to be to keep right. that uh, spot in the keep tournament. In,
1: yeah, and then they probably need to do well in the Big Ten tourney. But um, I mean, it's another year of double-digit losses.
0: Yeah, uh, for Something sure. we're not used to with Michigan uh, Michigan State basketball. Michigan, maybe they're not known as the basketball, but Michigan State? <clears throat> for sure, I agree 100%. 100%. Um, which also leads to, do you think it's time for Izzo to hang it up? He's not going to get fired. We already know that he gets to go out on his own terms, which I think is great.
1: But do you think it's time for him to hang it up, or do you yeah, think he's I,
0: still got he's he still got it in him?
1: This um this situation with him kind of resembles a lot of how D'Antonio left with the uh, MSU football team. Um, in my opinion, I, I I could see him at some point like listen, I, can, I just can't do this anymore. You know what I mean? It's it's what these guys do on a daily basis. It's got to be a grind, and there, there's going to come a point yeah. where it just seems like you know what I can't do this anymore they're not having the success. And then maybe he just looks at like, you know what? It's just, it's time to hang it up. But you're right. He's, he's not going to get fired. You no, know what I mean? they maybe gave him like lifetime a lifetime
0: contract to right. stay there.
1: Maybe they have a discussion behind the scenes and there is a little bit of friction, but then they eventually agree to part or not, not really. It's not part ways. That's the wrong. It's just like, okay, Let's, I'm gonna
0: retire. Yeah. I'll help you guys find somebody to come in. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they haven't been in a final four since 2019. Yeah. Um, which I was at the game Real. to go not the final four game, but I was at the Elite Eight game okay. for them to go to the Final Four um, when they beat Duke. That was that was That's an awesome. experience. That was fun. That was down in DC. My cousin that lives down in Virginia, he got tickets from somebody and yeah, I, I drove down there and we went to the game and that was awesome. So that's cool. I would like to see MSU back, uh, you know, at the top. Yeah, um, I know Izzo doesn't want to retire on a bad note, but at the that's same, that's
1: probably what it is. He wants. To but how to... long
0: do you let your legacy uh, kind of fall off if you're going to continue to be? you know what I mean. You don't yeah, want to go a couple more years and now you're now you're missing the tournament and you got to retire. Like yeah, I don't think like he's going to get a national championship to walk away from, but. Yeah, he probably went out to bring, on a high note
1: yeah he wanted to bring MSU back to uh you know the elite rele- relevancy and um it's just it's just not working out and you know the big ten's tough it's a big it's a big time conference and then you're adding more teams next year and uh, it's only gonna get harder and um you know we'll we'll see we'll yeah. see what happens there so so that's our
0: uh around the D segment Uh yeah. there's not gonna go into any of the other college sports or anything but that's that's, that's everything that's yep. happening right now um, we did uh, ask people last week for some more comments um, we're kind of going down memory lane this this week yep
1: yeah this is I think this is gonna be fun um, so we asked the audience to to tell us what your favorite Detroit area championship team so college or pro yeah in your lifetime yes yes you have to you had to be i wet. picked Is the it?
0: 57 lions no that's <laughs> a, that, that, does that, does that not count I, I was talking to my dad and uh i told him i was like you gotta go on and you know put a comment and he's like oh I, you know i'm not sure i was like put the 57 lions you were like three years
1: old <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna put the i'm gonna pick the 84 bears or 85 bears whatever it was yeah <laughs> um, no I uh, so that we did get some good responses and you know I will say um, there's I a thought, theme here yeah for sure and I thought for sure the 84 Tigers were gonna be I thought I was gonna take the cake yeah I really, I, I thought really everybody did. was putting 84 Tigers and then once everybody started describing uh, the reasoning for picking the teams that they did I'm like okay no no that totally makes sense and um, yeah let's just um Let's just get right into it. You want to start us off? Yeah. Okay, so the first one comes from our,
0: our listener, Lori. She said, Mine was between the Bad Boys, Pistons, and the Stanley Cup champion Red Wings in 97-98. We had so much fun watching the Pistons team. Thomas, Dumars, Rodman, Sally, and the hate, and the hate other fan bases felt for Lambeer That I mean, he pissed so many people off. That's awesome. However, <laughs> Lori decided she's going to go with the Red Wings. We are such a, such a huge hockey fan at the time and watching them climb their way up each year was very rewarding. Yep. Plus, the rivalry with the Avalanche was really fun. There were so many great players on the wings, Iserman, Shanahan. Uh, we even named our dog after him. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. I, I understand that. I yep. named my dog after LK line. Yep, 100%. Uh Lindstrom, Fedorov, those are just to name a few, and her favorite player, Konstantinov. After the accident in 97 where Konstantinov was seriously injured, it was so inspir- inspiring to watch the team repeat the following season I just love everything about the Red Wings. During that time, we even went down for the parade '98. That, yeah, the, it was really sad what happened to those guys. But I, I completely understand what she's saying. Yeah, how inspiring it was. They came back and they won it for Konstantinov. And seeing him on the ice after that championship
1: was—it was emotional, right? Yeah, I mean, oh, one hundred percent. And the thing is, with that, the uh, the the back-to-back Wings teams of '97 and '98. I mean, those teams were physical. They outworked you. And that's kind of a theme with championship Detroit teams. You know what I mean? They are just going to, like, outwork you, outgrind you. And that's what they embodied. I they mean, were they, brutal. That yeah, was. They, they had were, some
0: players out there that were They were on the ice to hurt you.
1: Yes. Konstantinov was a, a badass. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He was a badass, and that's what he was out there to do. That 97 team, he was out there to wreak havoc and do whatever he needed to do. I mean, they had McCarty, you know, all of those guys. They, it was just, it was a fun, such day. an awesome. I day. mean, we
0: were we were still young at the time, but I, I do remember the those for sure back to back years. Um, I remember my cousin and I. Sorry, not to get off track. Just no,
1: no, please. we're going to
0: memory lane. I got stories popping up in my head. That's what this we is would about. we were making a Stanley Cup. Uh, we made it out of a a trash can and tin foil. And carried around the house. I mean, I'm like what 97. I'm 12 years old. My cousin's 10 years old. Yeah, carrying around the house. You know, our parents are watching the game, going crazy.
1: It was it was so much fun. That's what it's about, man. Yeah. Every other vehicle at the time had one of those flags. The flags. Yeah. The car flags. I'm like, oh, dad, we got to get one. Yeah. We got to get one. And um, yeah, so that was um, that was uh, that was an awesome team. Like you said, we were young, so I don't know if we truly maybe understood the emotion of it, you know what yeah. I mean? just being as young as we are cuz maybe if we were born 10 years earlier, maybe we we might have felt the same. yeah. yeah. That, but those teams were special.
0: I mean, I see yeah, I mean I remember we're, we were we cheering and we were celebrating the championship, but yeah, it had to have been different for that. People yeah. that are just a couple years older or whatever that really just how we feel now right. with what our teams have
1: mm-hmm. accomplished. Yeah, for sure. All right, so our next listener Brian, he says As exciting as the 84 World Series was, they didn't create a dynasty. It was a one-season team. So mine is between the 89-90 Pistons, the bad boy Pistons, and the 97-98 Red Wings. The Pistons worked hard to get there by beating Boston, Chicago, and L.A. I enjoyed their defensive style of basketball and how everyone hated Lambeer and Isaiah Thomas. The Wings started as a more physical team and then built into a finesse team with the Russian Five. Scottie Bowman was the coach to get him there. And like the Pistons, they had to keep stepping up to the next level by beating their rivals. They built a dynasty. And, you know, that's, that's funny about the, the Pistons and the Wings of those eras. They really had to, like, they got really close. And then they had to keep grinding to get past that, that hump. They would get to their conference oh, yeah. finals. Or they, the Wings made the finals of one year got swept um, and then the same with the uh, the Pistons. The Pistons had to go through. Well, well they, they were there. They
0: were they they were trying to get through uh, Jordan. Yeah, they were there in '88. They just didn't make it. They didn't get over the hump to get to the to the finals. Well, they had
1: to get through. Well, hold on. They had to get through. They had to get through um, uh, Bird, right? Mm-hmm. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson was playing during that time. Then you said Michael Jordan. I mean, these are literally. I mean, if you're creating a Mount Rushmore. those guys were on it you know what i mean and the pistons had to get through that um so that's uh, um i i i I totally agree it's just they really had to battle uh to get to get over that hump both the teams did both those um um and i think that really shaped them yeah oh it it definitely did yep so all right what we got uh
0: uh from matthew the o2 red wings they had such an insane amount of talent and hall of fame players might be the greatest NHL team of all time, and I can't argue with that. Yeah,
1: I mean the the players we had on there were absolutely phenomenal. Oh, dude, I you know I just glanced at the roster yesterday, and I counted. I mean, don't hold me to this, but I think nine to ten Hall of Famers. I don't even know if All Star teams normally have that many. You know what I mean? Like they had. Nine we were ten. an All
0: Star team. It was an All Star team a, in oh2
1: Right. Yeah. But I mean, literally, it's just like if you could go and... Living or not, you could just pick players. You're like, okay, I'll take him. I'll take. You yeah. know what I mean? And just it, that that team was insane, insane. But like you said, it's probably the greatest hockey NHL hockey team of all time. So, all right, uh, listener Dan, he says the late '90s and early 2000s Wings, 100, percent and you know can can ag- disagree. More Red Wings. Yeah, more Red Wings. More Red talk. Wings. Yeah. that's,
0: that's kind of the, the the theme the here. Theme, yeah. Uh, we got one more here from uh, Corey. Bad Boys, Bad Boy Pistons and the 97-98 Wings team. <clears throat> See a trend here. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It was an amazing ride to watch the team build up to their championship caliber. I was a little young for the 84 Motor City Kitties. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but they did have a huge following as well. Mm-hmm. I knew folks who traveled to their game similar to what the Lions had this year. Yeah, Lions fans traveled everywhere this year. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, yeah. Back to the Bad Boys and the Wings. The way those teams were built and how they had to get over the hump to win their trophies was amazing, and the whole state was behind them. Yeah, when they won, you felt like you accomplished something. Also, very exciting. That's what what he said there. When it makes you feel like you accomplished something, that is so true. When your team goes on and win a championship, you follow them all year long. Mm-hmm. You ride it out through the playoffs. Yeah, you feel like you almost want a ring oh. to go with it. You,
1: I mean. I think that's totally The fans fun, are a huge a claim, part of the game. For sure. Yeah, you
0: may not suit up and play, but it's, fans, you can claim it.
1: You know what I mean? There's
0: that's that's why people say our team. Right. My or we. team.
1: Or we because yeah. we the the fans in the city get involved. That's there's a lot of emotion behind it. Because that all starts from watching the games with your dad. Exactly. Watching the games with your grandpa, going to the games with your dads, you know what I mean? And you're investing time and energy and emotion into this stuff and it's just not a, a sport sometimes it really isn't and you can't
0: just see your team win a championship or lose a championship
1: and just okay next yeah no it's not like that it's, it's especially your local team exactly so
0: uh, so thank you listeners for uh all the comments that we love reading this and we'll have more every week of uh 100%. different topics that we
1: want you guys to uh join in on yep and real quick before we um just to kind of give the, the wings a little bit more love with that too. Um, just the wings dominance during the nineties and 2000. So from 1990 to 2010, 20 years, six conference championships, 13 division championships, six presidents, trophies and four Stanley cups. I mean, wow. Yeah. That's, that's insane. That's, it's, it's amazing.
0: So yeah, God, they, they, were, uh, they were fun to watch. Yep. Yeah. And, and, uh, I'm just going to, I just want to talk about the, this other, this was, uh, before we're going to get into our favorite championship teams. Yeah. Um, again, I was doing some digging and we were, we were kind of spoiled as fans from 2000 to 2010.
1: Oh, for um, sure. Yeah.
0: I'm sure a lot of people know this and maybe they don't because we didn't win a lot of championships, but we were there. And by what I mean by spoiled is we were either the final four in any of the sports mm-hmm. or the final two in, in the champion. Ships. Yeah. Um. So I kind of want to go through. So like, starting in 2000, we had uh, MSU. They won their national championship. Yep. And basketball. Where there's some love for Izzo. In 0102, the Red Wings won the Cup.
1: Yeah.
0: Possibly the greatest hockey team ever assembled. Yep. Uh, MSU went to the Final Four. Yeah. They didn't win, but they're in the Final Four. 0203. Detroit Pistons went to the Conference Finals. Final Four of the teams, right? Yep. 0304. Pistons. Win the championship. Yep. Oh four oh five Pistons losing the finals. Uh, they went back to back, but lost MSU
1: to the final four. Yep. And got, the Pistons. Hold on. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't mean to cut you off. The, you remember that the, that Pistons team? They Why were,
0: would they leave Robert Ori open <laughs> on the
1: three point line? Come on. I, with that that yeah. They they should have been back to back. That was so close because I think they. They went seven games because they had to go and win in San Antonio, which San Antonio that year, I think, lost three games all year. And then the Pistons went into San Antonio in game, what would have been game six, and won, tied it at three to three. Yeah. Last games in San Antonio, and I think the Pistons only lost a game by seven points or something like that. Yeah. It was. That it was. It that was, was awesome. You still got to give them love. You know what I mean? So, anyways, I'm sorry. I didn't mean. No, to no, that.
0: you're good. You're good. Then we
1: had in
0: 0506 Pistons. Losing the conference finals. Yeah. Again, final four team. Yeah. Tigers went to the World Series that year. Yeah. Unfortunately, we know how that ended. Yeah, still we still gotta celebrate it. It's still good. O six oh seven. Um Pistons and Red Wings both lose in the conference finals. Yep. Oh seven, oh eight, Pistons losing the conference finals. Wings get another cup. Yep. They win the championship that yep. year. And that was the last one. 0809 Wings lose the cup. Yeah. They went back to back lost to Pittsburgh. I, I remember yep. kind of just like the, the, Pistons, the Pistons before. Pistons, yep. It's like all right. Yep. And then uh MSU made it uh MSU it was Lou. MSU. Lou. I'm reading too fast. MSU loses in the National Championship in basketball. So again yeah. they were there and then in, in uh 0910 MSU back to the Final 4. So we only got what four championships out of that decade? But That's the still... fact that we were the final four team mm-hmm. or the final two teams in every single one of those years right. is is something to be proud of. Right. To be a fan and know every year that your team is going deep in the one playoffs. Of your teams, yeah. If yeah.
1: not to the championship, you take days. it for granted. You definitely. We take were it for, spoiled. Yeah, we were. Because we were in a
0: very dark time. Definitely. Right I now. mean,
1: because now look at from 2010 to current day,
0: you had uh, yeah, the Tigers in 12. They lose the World Series. Yep. You had a
1: couple good deep playoff runs, but that was it. Right. Mean nothing from the Lions, nothing yep. from the Wings again. I guess you could say, okay, so 2010 to 2020, there was really nothing, right? Nothing. Well, You had 2012. That was oh, wings. the Wings, yeah. I'm, the, I'm sorry, the, the, Tigers. the Tigers. Tigers made it, and the Tigers made but the playoffs. But that was it. That was one. But when you look at that 2000
0: yeah. to 2010, I don't think people actually realize a lot of that because cause we lost a lot of them, right? And nobody yeah. remembers the losers. But to be a fan at that time
1: was... Phenomenal. Still watching, so much fun you're still watching deep playoff uh competitive yeah. sports which you can't you know that's awesome
0: all right so let's hear all right we got to talk about our our favorite championship yep. teams of our lifetime so you
1: want to go ahead you want to go first sure i'll uh, i'll start it off yeah so my favorite um and you know i struggle with this one i get this one a lot of thought and i bounced around a lot and the thing is like with the wings i don't have a lot of um memory of that anymore you so, know so recency bias is going to get me here but I, i'm going with the 2023 michigan football team
0: so like yesterday
1: yeah pretty much. <laughs> i'm like i'm like a goldfish mike i i my memory ain't shit anymore um it's a really, good pick it's a good pick and so and you know what this might have been a slam dunk if it wasn't for the sign ceiling stuff that was lingering over because I, i'm not gonna lie when i watched the games and i was into the team this year that was that was lingering a little bit you know what i mean it, it, it hurts. It does hurt a little bit, for sure, and um, especially I, for how good of a team Michigan was, for sure, one hundred percent. And uh, you know, I, for one, never would have thought that Michigan was going to win a national championship. I just never yeah. ever thought that they were ever on that level. So to see them do it, um, amazing. You know what I mean? I'm a huge Michigan football fan, probably number one as far as my my sports love or whatever, and. Um, that was that was amazing um, to see them beat Ohio State three times in a row, and it kind of goes to our our audience when they kind of use the reasoning of the dynasty. And obviously, Michigan didn't win three national championships in a row, but they did win three Big Ten titles in a row, and they did beat Ohio State three times in a row, getting over that hump in twenty twenty one.
0: Well, that's it, huge in college football, right? Yeah, especially the especially rival here means. in Michigan beating Ohio State. I mean, that
1: yes, 100%. that is an accomplishment. That's almost like when. In, you know your 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 league title or whatever and beat just beating ohio state alone and i just never ever thought michigan was going to beat those guys again and to see him do it in 2021 led by hutch who's also helping resurge uh, resurge the Lions. Right. is that right resurging helping rebuild the line he's doing good things for the lions yeah he's doing great <laughs> things for the lions all right deal with it but no so uh, yeah, that was um, he helped build the foundation to that team to win the national championship this current year, and um, he's helping do that with the Lions as well. So yeah, um, the um, it was a, it was a fun fun night. Too. It was it, yeah, we, we well, were was together. Gonna, yeah, I was just gonna say too that I think the reason why it put me over the edge of pick this team was because I did get to watch that the national championship with you, uh, Mikey. Merlot, um, Miles, my uncles, we were at, you know, a place together. Like, that was just it really was, cool. The
0: atmosphere was uh, was pretty exciting to be there. And, and
1: sometimes that's all it takes. You know yeah. what I mean? And, I, you know, I, I even think back to, like, the start of the Jim ha- Jim Harbaugh era when you and I watched Trouble with the Snap. Remember that Oh, game? yeah. That year, after that game or after that play, Jim Harbaugh's soul left his body. He was dead. <laughs> he did. He would dare. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he came back and led this team to a national title. So that's that's pretty awesome. Um, the group of players, I they're just a gritty group. It just kind of reflects the old four Pistons, the ninety seven, ninety eight Wings. They're Michigan was gritty. You know what I mean? They didn't they didn't beat you like the twenty nineteen LSU team where they would you know Joe Burrow's throwing fifty touchdowns in a year and just lighting you up. They they just they were like a boa constrictor. They just took the life out of you, and they did that to Bama. They did that to Washington. They did it to Ohio State. They just found ways, and um, they were a hell of a team this year. They were, and you know that it's what was weird. And I'll finish this thought real quick, and uh, I'll, I'll let you uh, carry on. But it was just weird that it was going on right when the Lions. Same exact timing when the Lions are were doing their thing too. And you know what? I'm gonna couple them together and say like that helped help build this case because. Absolutely. Um, watching both of those teams kind of kill these demons was was truly awesome, and and to watch those games with uh, friends and family, I, I think was the was the key. Uh, you know, one thing I got to add, Luke, my uh, my two year old has not witnessed a uh, Ohio State beaten Michigan game since so. Maybe he's he's also seen oh. just
0: as many playoff wins as we have for the Lions. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that is true. He's a
1: good luck charm.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, he's he's starting off on the on the right foot. Yes. So uh-huh. oh, thank
1: you for letting me kind of go off on a tangent there and getting a little bit uh, deep into it. So no, I'm, I love I'm that to hear your. Uh...
0: I love that. So um, my my favorite team, championship team of my lifetime, I'm going with the. Uh, going to work Pistons. Where's that horn at? Can let me get that horn? Um, (laughs) Detroit basketball. Uh, that time was just, uh, I was really in, into basketball. I mean, I still like basketball, but back to what I said at the beginning, you're going to put a garbage product out there. Mm -hmm. It's not really that much fun to watch, especially when you don't see them going anywhere. But in 04, this team was, was so much fun to watch. Um. I was actually, I was, what were we, 04 or so? I was 19 years old, Mm -hmm. right? So really appreciating sports at the time, really coming into understanding everything and following them all season long. It was was so much fun. And watching that series against the Lakers where we had no chance of winning from what everybody, I even went into it thinking, well, at least we made it to the (laughs) finals, (laughs) (laughs) right? You're going up at Kobe, Shaq, right? We, we weren't coming out of that. Yeah, We lose. We go and we win game one on the road. And I'm not going to break down every game, but I remember this, right? Then we win game two. And then at that time, the series went 2-3-2 uh, format. Oh, and okay. at that time, okay. no team had ever went home and won those three games in a row. Okay, okay. Pistons did it. Won all three of our games. Beat them in five. Yep. It five was, game sweep. It was five game sweep. That's what we call the five game sweep. Yep. It's absolutely phenomenal. But there were so many memories that went with that. Not only did we did, did that, I was at my parents' house at the time, and it was just my cousin and I and another buddy. And we watched the game, the, you know, that game five. We won the championship. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of old school, but we were like, let's go out, right? We're not 21. We're not drinking or anything. We're going to go cruise grass <laughs> shit. That's what we decided what, to do. I had yeah. my little S10. Total Michigan thing to do. Total Michigan. Southeast Michigan thing yeah. to do. Uh, that was a huge thing back in the day. I don't even know if kids still go out and cruise, crash it. I don't even know if cruising's a thing anymore. It wasn't really a thing when I we were. I think all they do is cruise TikTok now. Yeah. Ex- yeah, they're, yeah. What am I thinking? They're yeah. actually going out. Right. So anyways, we hop in, hop in my truck. Single cab S10, right? We're all piled in. We drive down. We get to about 60 miles. And it's packed. It's a parking oh, lot. Awesome. People are hooting and hollering all over the place. The horn on my car eventually just died because everyone's honking their horn. <laughs> I have random people jumping in the back seat of the, uh, or in the bed of the truck. Yeah. My buddy hopped out. My cousin was hanging out the window. The cops were super cool. They let everybody party, yeah. right? Or I'm assuming people were down there drinking. Oh, for We sure. weren't, because we weren't even old enough to yet. But we were having a good time. We were just partying all up and down Gratiot, right? That's awesome. Cruising down Gratiot, there was a, this guy was walking around with bottle rockets, just <laughs> shooting them out of his hand. Yeah, that sounds safe. Hands my cousin a bottle rocket, goes to shoot up, it's pointing inside the car. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> it's the wrong way, it's the wrong way. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Everyone's so excited, we don't even know what we're doing. But it was such a fun night.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I didn't go to the parade, uh, but we went to, I guess you call it a pep rally yeah. at the Palace.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh,
0: they had, you know, Larry Brown up there and all the players come out and talk and that was cool. So we skipped the parade, but we're I went remember up the... that.
1: Yeah, I remember that watching it. Uh, so the
0: O4 pin, like it's yeah. it just uh, I followed them all year long. Mm-hmm. It just it's a core memory yep. of exactly what happened, uh, especially going out that night and yep. really absorbing everything that
1: that happened when we won and it, it just it brings so many good feelings. Well, you know what, uh, as far as, I remember that one really well, too. And that that was my second choice because, like, that team was special. And that was another one of those teams that just, like, uh, they just wore you down. They outworked you. You know what I mean? They just outworked you. And, and it's at- everybody on that team played defense. I was just going to bring it up. It was a
0: defensive time in the NBA. And mm-hmm. now this teams are scoring 100 100- Twenty oh, plus totally plus Yeah, the Pistons went, and I don't remember what the streak was, but they yeah. went on a streak where they stopped teams from scoring seven. They were seventy points or less. Oh wow! Uh, it, during that 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 season, there yeah. was a stretch where teams couldn't even get over seventy points. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a different different era, but yeah, 0-4 Pistons definitely my favorite. that's, yeah, that's that what was, I got to go with.
1: Yep, I, I'll never forget. Like I, I remember Sal and I or. Uh, the other cuz we were talking and he, we were just pretty much like, yeah, we well, just gave the, the Pistons no chance. And it, it, that's kind of sad to think now because they just went in and the, the Lakers did not know what hit them. You no. know what I mean? They were just completely, they had Shaq, they had Carl Malone, they had Kobe, uh was it Rick Fox? Uh, yeah. They had Gary Payton. Yep, we I mean, A lot of those guys were older, but still, I mean, they just went in
0: and we didn't need all those all-stars. We were a fine-tuned, team with yep. those five guys out there
1: yep, and our bench was great oh a bench was great lindsey hunter mike james uh memen O'Kerr. um they were it just was the year a deep, that every everything team. came together yeah that was awesome that was yeah. uh, uh totally agree um there was one last thing i was going to say about that it was all for Pistons, and i can't even remember now oh whatever all that's right. all right yeah no okay remember from that season two during the playoffs through the block Remember oh them, yeah, the Tayshaun Tayshaun and, uh, Reggie, on Reggie Reggie Miller. Yes, or oh. about uh Chauncey hitting that uh that shot. Was that to Remember he hit that half court shot. The half shot? court shot yeah.
0: They went to like double or triple overtime against the
1: Nets. They Yeah, yeah the Nets they, ended, they ended a, the Pistons
0: lost that game.
1: Yeah, oh, that's right. They that's lost right. That, they game, that game. But game.
0: he hit that half court shot.
1: Yeah. So that 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 season or that playoff season had a lot of those moments and um, awesome season. Totally, yeah, yeah this, Totally This, this was a lot of fun today. Yeah,
0: going down memory lane was this was this was fun.
1: Yeah, I agree. We'll have to do more of these, and um,
0: yeah, and we'll see where, uh, what, what, we'll what keep getting the getting up. the listeners involved. This was this was a lot of fun. I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up now. Yep. Uh, for this episode, but yeah, God, God, I just have so many memories flooding to my head right now. Of, of, I know. A week I could go so on for emotions. another hour talking about this. This yep. was a lot of fun. It was. Um, we appreciate everybody listening and, and uh, commenting on our questions. We're going to continue to post these, so please get involved. Make sure you uh, like and follow us on uh, whatever
1: platform we're on. Yep. Uh, at some point, we'll get video going and, uh, yeah, just uh, continue to support and give us some feedback. We really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, I think that's about it.
0: All right. That's uh, that's another episode for uh, Mics on the Mics. Go Detroit. Yep. Have a good night, everybody. See ya.